Madison or Sterling or Phil Foden. It's the week of the midfielders. Game week four is fast approaching. Today, we're having a look at my FPL team selection. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here, and today we are having a look at my team selection for game week four. There are two free transfers to use this week, and I've already used one of them. We'll get onto that, but I am planning on using the second one as well, so stick around to see what I'm gonna do. Before we dive in, we're gonna try and hit 2,000 likes on the video. Let's see if we can get there. Subscribe if you are new around here as well. Before we dive in, a very quick review of how I got on in game week three. So I got 56 points, which actually was the same as last week, and I got a game week rank of 1.3 million which was actually the same as last week. So you can basically copy and paste the intro from last week into this one, apart from a few of the players scored a little bit of different in terms of their points. It gave me a green arrow from 475K up to 225K. So pretty happy, another green arrow, cannot complain with that. It could have been even better though. I did leave Udogi's 12 points first on my bench, did decide to play Saliba at home to Fulham in that one. And as soon as that Fulham goal went in, I think about 50 seconds into that game, I was like, well, I've absolutely made the wrong decision there. But still pretty happy with it. No returns for Stupinan, no returns for Saliba, but a lot of the midfielders that I decide to hold faith with in Marcus Rashford, in Bruno Fernandes, in Bakaya Saka, all getting FPL returns and new signing Jackson coming in with a goal. So as I mentioned, I have actually confirmed one of my two free transfers going into game week four already. There was a price rise coming for James Madison and I've decided to go with him over Raheem Sterling and I sold Martinelli and brought James Madison. That transfer has been confirmed. Now, some of you are probably going to be thinking, well, Harry, why did you decide on James Madison over Raheem Sterling? And I made this graphic and I did it sort of in my five players to buy video. If you haven't seen that video, go and check it out as well. Talk about both of these assets. Now, I I think they're both great. I'm not going to say Sterling is a bad asset, but I do think I prefer Madison looking at some of the underlying data. Not only does he obviously outperform Sterling in terms of his underlying assist threat, 0.58 versus 0.19 for Raheem Sterling. Again, expected to get almost 0.6 assists per 90 minutes, Madison, which is crazy. But actually, I think a lot of people expect Sterling's underlying data to be better than Madison's for goals but it actually hasn't been so far this season. Now, it has only been three games, but still, the online data for Madison has looked really good. So 0.44 expected goals per 90 versus 0.32 for Raheem Sterling. In terms of actual returns, Sterling has come out on top, but in terms of underlying data, so going forward, trying to predict future returns, I just think James Madison has the edge. So after that transfer, where does that leave my team going into game week four? So it leaves my team looking like this. We then, of course, move James Madison into midfield in the place of Martinelli, and I stick with a 3-5-2. Very similar team to what we played last week, but I am planning on starting Udogi in my defense over playing Saliba, who actually goes last on my bench because I do not expect a clean sheet for Arsenal given the way they're defending against a Manchester United side, which seem to have found their form without Mason Mount in their midfield. I think Ericsson adds a little bit more balance. However, still got one free transfer and I now have 1.8 million in the bank. So there is a little bit that I could do with my team going into next game. There are players in defense, midfield, forward, and of course in goal that I could use the transfer on. 
So looking at those potential transfers in goal, Jordan Pickford continues to disappoint, but he does have Sheffield United away this week. However, looking at my team going into the international break before game week five and onwards, I don't see a lot of transfers that I necessarily need to make. So actually, if I use the transfer this week, I do think I can strengthen in goal. And I actually don't think it's necessarily a transfer that I'm wasted that I'm going to use in future weeks because my team looks pretty well set up. The goalkeepers that I really like, it is Flecken is my number one pick. I also like Ariola at West Ham, but we don't really need to save the money. If there were lots of premium assets that I wanted to fit in my team, I think I would probably go Ariola over Flecken. But I don't really see myself doing a lot with that 0.4 million saving in the bank, given that Ariola has risen up to 4.1 million now. So I have been really impressed with Brentford defensively, with Flecken as well. We saw last year David Raya be an incredible goalkeeper for us. He was the highest scoring goalkeeper in FPL. And I think Flecken could very easily do the same thing this year. The fixtures do look really nice over the next four as well. They have Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest and Everton in there. The only red fixture they have comes in game week five when I'm more than happy to play Turner who does have Burnley at home then. I could make a switch in defence and this would either be Saliba or it would be Pervis Estupinan but I do think the assist threat and the goal threat of Pervis Estupinan means I'm more likely to sell Saliba. Right now is the Manchester City defence that I would go with and Ruben Diaz feels like the most nailed option in there for me to go and pick. The short term fixtures over the next four are still really nice. There is a little bit of Champions League worry starting to creep into that Manchester City team. We're likely to have John Stones back after the international break as well. So that rotation threat is there, but I do think they'll keep clean sheets over the next few. Whether I really feel like I'm going to do that straight away, if I was to wait a few weeks, I do think the Newcastle defence starts to become a little bit more popular. So if you're making a defensive transfer this week, I do think it's Manchester City. If you can save a couple of weeks, maybe going into game week six or seven, Newcastle then go right to the top for their great run of fixtures. It was going to be Botman. Maybe now it needs to be Trippier because Botman does look like he's picked up a bit of an injury. But next up is a midfield transfer. And again, I'm not happy with Marcus Rashford. He picked up two assists, but the goal threat isn't there. He looks like a player who's low on confidence at the moment. He is playing on that left-hand side for Manchester United at the moment going into game week three. He did that. We expect him to keep his place there in game week four. We do expect Martial to potentially start again for Manchester United. But at 9 million, I just don't think it's really worth it. And of course, I've bought James Madison, but that means I don't have Raheem Sterling for that lovely run of fixtures that Chelsea do have. So I could easily use my second free transfer, downgrade Marcus Rashford and just go and buy Raheem Sterling. That would free up a little bit more money. But another way that I could actually just spend a lot of the money I've got in the bank is upgrading Archer. Now Archer has gone to Sheffield United. They do have Everton at home this week. But realistically, how many goals do I think that Sheffield United are going to score this season? How many goals do I think Archer is going to get, particularly in the short term? When I go to wildcard in a few weeks, then potentially I could bring Archer back. But in the short term, I don't plan on starting him anyway. And upgrading him to Visa could be a really, really shrewd transfer that not a lot of people are looking at. He's really going under the radar. He's gone up in price a couple of times, but still not seeing loads of people talk about him. He also has Bournemouth at home this week as well. So I could potentially bring him in. It would then likely mean that Marcus Rashford drops to the bench, but his fixtures from game week five onwards do start to look a little bit better, including Brighton in game week five, who are leaking chances for sure. So I could upgrade from Archer to Visa, have a front eight, start rotating my players, in and around depending on their fixture. So I'm pretty sure I'm actually going to use the second transfer going into game week four. Haven't completely decided who it's going to be. It could be in goal, defense, midfield, or up front. I have four options. They're all reasonably likely, I think. I'm definitely feeling a second transfer. So to build through my team, 
I am planning on using that second transfer in goal. I think I'm just going to rip the band-aid off and get rid of Jordan Pickford despite playing against Sheffield United this week. I think Sheffield United will finally start to look a little bit better. They've not actually been that bad. They caused Man City a few problems in game week three. But I do think finally time to potentially get rid of Jordan Pickford and admit the mistake that I made going into game week one. Turner on the bench. We, of course, bring in Flecken, I think, with Bournemouth at home in game week four. Going into defence, that means we start Chilwell, we start Udogi, and we start Purvis Estupan. I'm not massively happy with some of the fixtures in here. Away at Burnley through Udogi is interesting. I'm not loving the away fixture that he's got there. I do think Burnley will probably score in this one, but the attacking threat means hopefully he gets some returns. And Estupanan the same, not expecting a clean sheet with the amount of goals that they are leaking at the moment, but hopefully he can get an attacking return in that one. That means moving into my midfield, Marcus Rashford does stay and he stays in my starting 11 as well. Along with Bruno Fernandes, they go away to Arsenal, whereas I have Bakayi Saka, of course, in the home side of that fixture at home to Manchester United. James Madison is the transfer that has been confirmed. So Flecken has not been confirmed yet, but I do plan on making that transfer at some point before the game week four deadline. Not confirmed, but I is my plan at the moment. Then Mbwemo, he's actually going to get the vice captaincy for me with that Bournemouth at home fixture this week. And then up front, it is still Haaland. He's going to be my captain again. And it is Jackson of Chelsea. So this is my team selection. Madison in is confirmed. I would say there's about a 60% chance that I buy Flecken in for Pickford going into this week. But I do plan on making a second transfer. Still completely deciding on what that second move is going to be, though. Let me know what you think about this team. Is it finally time to get rid of Jordan Pickford? Would you be doing something else with your team going into game week four if your lineup looked like this? Drop it all in the comment section down below. Most importantly, let me know what you got in game week three as well. What were your overall points? Put it in the comment section down below. Thank you all so much for watching. If you haven't already, 2,000 likes is the aim of this video. Subscribe if you are new around here as well. Thank you all for watching and I'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.